0: Watch burn, watch me burn to this high I don't desire, well I'm a man, a man on fire. Some of us will get motivated, some of us won't get motivated, the bills will be written, they'll be watered down, they'll fail, the NRA will smother it all with money, and over time we'll get distracted, we'll move on to the next thing, and then it will happen again. And again. Don't let me run into the wicked night. i the President Trump is visiting Las Vegas on Wednesday. He spoke this morning, said he's praying for those who lost their lives. You know, in February, he also signed a bill that made it easier for people with severe mental illness to buy guns legally. The Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, the Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, a number of other lawmakers who won't do anything about this because the NRA has their balls in a money clip also sent their thoughts and their prayers today, which uh, is is good. They should be praying. They should be praying for God to forgive them for letting the gun lobby lobby run this country. So, with all due respect, your thoughts and your prayers are insufficient. You want me! Hello, humans. Welcome back to the Slackline quote of the day broadcast. Uh, you are here with the boss. The boss is coming. That's a made up, dumb f- fairy tale name. You. F- and uh, we are chatting quotes from around the web, around the world, uh, keeping some up to date things. Sometimes um, it is February fifteenth, uh, twenty eighteen uh throwback thursday yesterday was valentine's day i hope everybody took a listen to uh the slack line from yesterday and maybe heard a suggestion of a movie that uh that uh they went to bed all nice and happy with if you did uh thank you for listening really appreciate it uh shout out to emily jerry and uh if you are not those two people and regularly listen uh give me a shout out and uh I'll give you a shout out because uh, I like to give a shout out to anybody that I know is actually listening. So, um, yeah, we are coming at you today. Jerry in the booth. uh, He brought us our sponsor, bringing us our uh, quote today. Their sponsor is tangible prayer. A one off prayer that will actually come true. Uh, Tangible prayer. I'm not sure how they are working that, but uh, sounds interesting. I will definitely check it out. And it goes along with our quote today, um, quote of the day, I think, uh, might be quote of the decade, actually, um, when all things are considered. Looking back on this period of time uh, uttered by multiple people, um, we're going with thoughts and prayers today. And, uh, we choose this one because, uh, we have come across yet another, uh, shooting in the U.S. Uh, unfortunately, very sad, uh, another sad day down there. Um, unfortunately in Florida again, um, at a high school apparently this time, um, Parkland, Florida, at least 20 injured um very terrible news once again out of our our uh brother down south um i am half american i was born there uh so i do hold a connection there i have obviously american friends and um as canadians i think that everything that goes on there is is our business and uh should worry us when they are going a little crazy as seems to be the case uh these days. Uh I started the show off with a uh, a clip from Jimmy Kimmel's speech after the Vegas shooting a few months ago. Um he's from he's from Vegas and was obviously really emotional about that. Um and but uh, it's still apt. Uh you know, uh it's why I chose this quote today because uh yet again you get the the ringer of everybody, including uh, Mr. President Trump himself spouting out condolences and thoughts and prayers and and uh, again the idea of actually trying to do anything that might make a significant change in um in anything like this happening again uh you know, those people, again, will just uh, stand idly by and line their pockets from NRA money and and nothing will actually happen. And it's it's really sad to see. It's sad to feel apathetic about um, the death of dozens of people, uh, dozens of innocent people, uh, dozens of students and teachers, people just going about their day. And... um, once again it'll get it'll get swept under the rug as kind of a non-issue after after everybody uh sends out their condolences and uh talks to a few families and takes a few pictures or whatever the case is and and no meaningful change will actually happen there's always uh some popular sort of uh sort of rhetoric that gets spouted out during these types of times. Uh, I'm not sure what, uh, it sounds like it was another AR-15 that uh, that was being used during the shooting. And for those who don't know, the AR-15 is kind of the hot button issue gun where people, um, it looks like an assault rifle. It looks like something that you would uh, use in Call of Duty or something. But uh, because it's not an automatic weapon, uh, i.e. you have to pull the trigger each time you fire, uh, it's not classified as an automatic weapon. Although there are um, modifications that are made that's called, I think it's called a, a jumper trigger or something like that. Um, that, uh, basically turns this weapon into an automatic weapon. It basically just pulls the trigger over and over again for you and you can fire off, you know, a few dozen rounds a second or something like that. Um, it's enough to do some significant fucking damage. And, uh, again, people argue that that's not an assault rifle. And my argument is who fucking cares? Um is it made for killing people cuz it's not made for hunting and like i don't know anybody that hunts with that and if you need to hunt with that uh you need to get better at hunting if you need more than one bullet to hit something then you need to go take a course or something like uh how is there not a significant need for licensing and training and all this type of shit for a weapon that can kill multiple people in uh, in seconds and uh we all need insurance and licenses and and uh registration and shit for our cars so let's talk about what guns are actually for like the the theoretical idea of a gun is to kill something else it's the only function it serves its only purpose And in a time when we don't really need guns to be hunting for our food and and uh, and that type of thing, because we have mass agricultural uh, industries that feed us uh, and their issues are a whole different thing. Um, It's arguable that we don't need guns at all because their only purpose now, their only useful purpose left is to kill each other with them. And I say that as somebody who benefits from hunting and who, um, I can't say I've ever shot anything myself, but I do enjoy going hunting with my dad and, uh, I eat all pretty much wild meat, which I think is like the most organic thing that you can possibly eat. And so I'm for guns, but like my dad's rifle, uh, you need to pump load it every time and it holds a maximum of like six or seven bullets. Um, you know you and you could still kill like six or seven people with that in a very short amount of time uh in in, pro, in less than 10 seconds you could off six or seven people with that with that gun and uh my dad treats it very respectfully keeps it locked in a case we don't load it in the car um it's in the case in the car like all that type of shit uh we go through and and the vast majority of people that own guns in the states i think are like this too but Man, there's crazy stats like only like three percent of the gun owning population in the U.S. owns 50 percent of the guns. That means there's people out there with like fuck loads of guns, such an unnecessary amount of guns. And I mean, you can call them a co- you can call it like a collector's item, I guess. But like who, what other collector's items kills people? Um, and people come up with things like, well, I mean, everything can be a weapon. I mean, people have swords in their homes. Uh, you can kill people with a knife, like, you know, and you'll cite like, well, this person walked through a party in Calgary, you know, a few years ago and stabbed like 12 people or something like that. Um, what's, uh, what's the difference between that? And I'm like, man, you can't even equate those things. Uh... Until you can fire off hundreds of rounds of knives uh, it within seconds um, with like pristine precision um, at a distance where uh, you don't have to be even close to the carnage. Uh, it's a non-starter. The only way a knife can do equal damage as a gun in the same amount of time is if there's a finite number of people to kill. Like eight people locked in a room could all be killed with either a knife or a gun. But in a crowd of a few hundred people, the gun will do much more damage given the same amount of time and indiscriminate targets. Uh, If your argument is that they can both kill things, like I can kill somebody with a stapler. You know, if you hit somebody hard enough, um, uh, enough times and, and in the right place, you can kill somebody with anything. The speed, efficiency, distance, emotional fortitude it takes to kill somebody with a gun or like a projectile, like a missile or something is completely unmatched by any handheld object. Like it's not even fucking close. So yeah, again, it's a non-starter. Um, I got, uh, I got really interested in, in this type of thought. And so, uh, so I looked up the stats for, um, for assaults with other objects versus assaults with firearms. And, um, as I went through it, you know, none of it really surprised me. Um, so deaths by assault, uh, per 100,000 people, um, across, you know, developed nations, uh, is all pretty stable under two, uh, until you get, uh, to the U S which is over five. Uh, so, uh, it's crushing it there. Um, and, uh, again, like as you go through everybody else, you can see plainly, uh, this graph is broken down, um, by assault by other means, assault by sharp object, or assault by firearm. And, uh, every country's kind of, uh, floats with about, uh, with about one third, um, devoted to each, um, almost two thirds of homicides in the U S were committed by firearms. And and that actually sounds pretty reasonable until you look at other comparable countries where only like two other countries have firearm death rates above 50%, uh, which is Greece and Italy, Uh, Portugal and France might be kind of close as well. It's tough to tell. Um, And that's putting aside the fact that the homicide rate in general is towering over everybody else, like just towering over it. Um, even if the gun violence in the U S could be cut in half, it might bring them down to respectable levels like, like, but they'd still be well above everybody else. Another graph that caught my eye, it showed homicide rates, um, per 100,000 people in a bunch of scary shithole quote unquote nations, uh, and compare them to homicide rates in cities in the U S and it's kind of hilarious i mean uh ecuador with the same as houston cambodia with the same as austin honduras with the same as new orleans um some of the el salvador with the same as detroit panama with the same as buffalo guatemala the same as buf- uh baltimore argentina the same as new york colombia the same as miami mexico the same as phoenix um, Chile, the same as Portland, although that's pretty low. That's two point two. Um but uh you know, you rattle off a few of those and like it has to make people like I don't know how people can look at this and not go like, hmm, that's pretty interesting. Maybe my maybe uh we need to look inside of our own uh our own country a little bit and stop worrying about where everybody else is coming from. Uh South Africa and Atlanta also also float the same uh, same thing there. And uh, and then we finally get to uh, a graph that kind of favors the U.S. as far as deaths per one hundred thousand by for assault by firearm. Uh, (laughs) But uh, um, they're kind of right in the middle of the pack of the very uh, nonviolent countries of Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, Pakistan and Sudan. Uh United States is right in between Congo and Pakistan. Um like I said with uh with uh assault by firearm above uh above four uh over five and um Congo is looking like it's floating floating with five. Uh Congo looks like it's flirting with five, Iraq's above six, Afghanistan's above twelve, so it's crushing it there too. Uh, but yeah, not good company for a developed nation like the U S and finally, uh, and probably the most stunning there is the accidental death by firearms. Um, kind of almost identical to the first, uh, the first scenario. Um, it looks a little bit more dramatic than it maybe is because the numbers, I mean, uh, kind of across the board are pretty low um like uh, unintentional firearm deaths per 100,000 people um for the US is is just above 0. 0.2 so 0. 0.2 deaths per 100,000 people by unintentional firearms that sounds pretty low um but no but uh only one other country is even above 0. 0.1 um and that's barely so they're still twice as bad as everybody else that's supposed to be in their first world category um so yeah it's a fucking problem and i don't see how you can even take a few minutes looking through the stats and and deny it um but uh yeah something has to change there and thoughts and prayers aren't going to do it so uh hopefully everybody can get out there take action and uh hopefully the people that can actually make a difference uh can uh can find where their uh their guts used to be and actually uh actually do something good for, for everybody. So, uh, that's it for the slack line today. Uh, that quote again from pretty much everybody across the board, thoughts and prayers. Um, everybody, the president, a bunch of senators and pretty much anybody who could do anything about it. Um, that's all they want to do about it. And that quote again, Uh, Thanks to Jerry is brought to us by Tangible Prayer, a one-off single prayer that will actually come true. Uh, What would you do with one single prayer? Uh, You don't have to think about that question anymore. You can answer it uh, with Tangible Prayer. Uh, Thanks again to Crooked Spies for providing their tunes for us today. Uh, Thanks again to Axel Boss, who also provided uh, one of his songs. Uh, don't forget to follow the Slackline on Instagram at the uh, on Twitter at slackline underscore radio, on uh, YouTube and iTunes at the Slackline Podcast. Uh, you have been listening to the Boss. The Boss is coming. That's a made up dumb f- fairy tale name. You. F- uh, we will see you tomorrow for Friday. And ironically, thoughts and prayers are with the people uh, that are affected by this terrible thing. And uh, we hope they can get through this night and through uh, through the rest of uh, the troubles that they'll face. So uh, goodbye to everybody. All the best. I keep my arms, my suitcases. My shoulders have we down in the ground There's definitely something cooking The sky keeps on looking. Keep a shot in your name Keep a shot in your name